Welcome to the Fundraising Freedom Podcast with Mary Baloney. I'm your host, Mary Baloney, and this is the place where fundraisers come to be encouraged, empowered, and educated on how to raise more funds and have more freedom. Welcome to episode 157. Today we're talking about what you need to know to get someone to say yes. Don't we want to know the answer to that? (laughs) So we are all working very hard to engage our donors and potential donors so that they will say the magical yes. And so I want to talk today just about the basics of fundraising, the very basics of how people say and why they say yes. And during this season where we are, you know, in the midst of a lot of uncertainty with the coronavirus and COVID-19, I understand that people are sensitive to wanting to, you know, go be too forward about asking people for money. And so I want to take it a step back and allow us just some time today to talk through why people even say yes in the first place and why we don't have to do anything Uh, really crazy during this season. We really just need to go back to the basics. So here's one thing that I don't think a lot of us realize is that, and I'm going to get real sciencey on you. And by the way, I am not good at science. So I'm just going to preface. I am not um, a science freak, but I know some of you guys are, and you understand the information that I'm going to be sharing with you way more than I do, but I'm going to at least give you a high level overview so that you can start to think about this a little bit more and you can start to incorporate it into your fundraising efforts. Okay. So here's the deal. Neuroscience just over the past few years has shown that we actually have not one brain, which we mostly think about our head brain, but we actually have three brains. We have the head brain, we have the heart brain, and we have the gut brain. And so that's the thing is a lot of people have been talking about gut health and, you know, digging into all that kind of stuff about how, you know, our gut is our second brain and especially when it comes to food and and health. But the thing is, is that we actually have three brains and many of you guys have heard me talk about the Enneagram. It's one of my very, very favorite uh, personality tests that's out there if you have not done the Enneagram, I encourage you to do it. E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. I'll make sure that there's a link so that you can read more about it. But you'll notice that in the Enneagram and other places, they always there there is an actual breakdown of how we process information. And we all process information through our head, our heart, and our gut. And some of us lean towards one of these areas more than the other two. But that doesn't mean that we don't make decisions off of all three areas. And so when you're talking to your donor base and you know what you need to know for them to say yes is that you have to actually appeal to all three of these areas, our head, our heart, and our gut, okay? So the head actually, and I mean, like I said, I'm not a huge science freak, but the head, and this is just what I read, the head has 86 billion neurons, And so our head brain is the one where we always, we talk about, oh, I think we should do that. Or, you know, maybe we should go this direction or we should do that. And it's all about thinking and data and numbers and rationality, right? It's the rational decision and we're thinking from our head. But then you've got the heart where there's 40,000 neurons that are basically buzzing around in, in the heart 
part of what we do in our heart brain. And that's when we start to say things like, I feel like, or, oh my gosh, that just makes my heart happy. Or, you know, all those kinds of statements, my heart says, you know, that I'm, that I feel this way. And, oh my gosh, it just, you know, you just make my heart happy. Okay. So that all comes from that heart brain. And then the third part is your gut brain. And there's a hundred million neurons in your gut brain. And this is when you say, my gut tells me that we should, or, you know, it's just that kind of intuition that you feel like, okay, my, my gut is telling me this. And so you just make decisions and it doesn't really make any sense. It's not super rational. You don't have a ton of data around it and you don't necessarily even feel that emotionally connected to it, but you just feel like you're supposed, you're supposed to go that direction. And that is really the gut decision. So you guys can, you can just think through the decisions that your donors make when they give to your cause. Sometimes they, they make these comments where they're like, I think I'm supposed to be a part of this, or I feel like I'm supposed to be a part of this, or my gut tells me we should be a part of this, okay? So people will lean on one of these three. Now, I naturally tend to lean towards the feeling part of things. So I will, and you, you can tell what you are, like which one you lean towards based on just your normal language. So if you tend to say, oh, I feel like we should go do this, or I feel like this is the right thing to do, you'll notice that you're probably in that feeling kind of quadrant that that's that's just where you fall but other people like you know I often refer to my husband he makes decisions from his gut you know like it's like a gut reaction he makes them very quick and yeah not a whole lot of information sometimes and he just knows it's the right thing to do and then there's other people who really need the data really need the information in order to make a decision those are the ones that need heavy statistics and details and information on that so what does this all have to do with fundraising well it all comes back to the fact that we have got to we ha we have to appeal to all three of these so when you think through your fundraising efforts, a lot of times, uh, you know, some organizations, especially if they work with kids and they're so sweet and you can put a face on there and it's like, ah, oh, you know, it feels so good. That is a great heart kind of message that is going to appeal to a lot of people who really are like, wow, like we are changing lives and we're changing it because like you just feel like it's the right thing to do. Like we should help kids. Like it, that's a good thing. But we also should care about a lot of different things. Things should feel good because it's the right thing to do. And so you may have a cause where you're like, I can't slap a bunch of you know rainbows and butterflies up on stuff and people are going to be like, yay, we should be a part of this. Maybe you have something that's a little bit heavier, a little bit darker. And so it is harder to appeal to that emotional side of somebody. But that's where storytelling is so important. We have the ability to really create incredible stories about our causes, which connect to the heart, and it gives that emotional connection to what we're doing. But we can't just lean heavy on that emotional connection with the great pictures and the great stories. We have to incorporate the statistics and the information for that super logical donor, the one that is going to be thinking about all the details. They're going to be rationally going through like, okay, you asked for so much, so much money, like here's what, and, and they're playing out every single detail in their head because 
they know that, okay, if you're asking for this and you're raising money for that, then you're going to need more than that or you're going to need less than that. That doesn't even make sense. So everything is very numbers and, you know, they're, they're just thinking through what could fall apart, what could not work or what could work and what could, you know, be great and fit together perfectly. So, but just know that you can't get away, you know, you can't just get away with the great feel good story. It has to incorporate all the logical stuff. That's why so many of us, I mean, you have to have, you have to know your numbers. You have to know how much money you're trying to raise and what you're actually going to do with those dollars because of this particular area, the th- the head, the thinking part of it. We got to know those numbers and have to be able to rattle off what it is that we're going to do and what we're going to do next. Because that next, that person's really thinking about the logical steps that fall into play here. And then you got the gut, the gut person, you know, like that, that feeling that we just know that it's like, this is the, this is just the right thing. And so how do we, how do we attract and make sure that we tell that story or we get that point across? And you know what? This one's a lot harder. This one's a lot harder because when it comes to the gut, they're going to be looking at all aspects of you. This is where branding and marketing and all that stuff falls into play because we make snap judgments about people, about organizations, about our causes, because we're looking at the whole overall picture and we're saying, hmm, can they actually do this? And so we look at their website and we you know, scan through their information or we look at the leader of the organization. We say, hmm, do we think that that person can actually do this and fulfill the, you know, what needs to happen here? And really, when it comes to the gut, we're talking about having the courage to step up, having the courage to make the, the move to say, yes, I'm going to be a part of that. So when, when it comes to these three, it is so important that we don't neglect any of these things. And I know probably out of the three, it's probably easiest to, to disregard that gut reaction because it's really hard sometimes to put language or actually make that happen. And that's why it's important to listen to your donors, the ones that already give to you and the ones that first come on with you, because something happened where they, all three of these things aligned with them the heart, the head, and the gut. So you did something that allowed them to connect in all three areas and made them feel good about it, but also rationally they felt you know, that that was good. And then they also had that gut reaction that allowed them to just intuitively know, yeah, I'm supposed to be a part of this. I hope you can see like that all three of these are just so completely different. Yet we, all of us, make decisions on all three of these bases. We don't, we don't always make reactions. I mean, I will say that sometimes we make snap judgments and snap, you know, decisions where it's like, it doesn't make any sense, but you just know it's the right thing to do. And I I think that that's where it's so hard when it comes to fundraising to, to really teach that because you have to have all these elements just fall into place and you never know what's going to cause somebody to just flip the switch and say, yeah, yep, yep, that's, I want to be a part of this. Yep, that's, that's what I want to do. And versus one little thing could be off and they just get this really weird twinge in their stomach. And they're just like, I just don't feel good about this. You know, I, I'm sure you've had situations like this. I've had people reach out to me and actually a particular situation that just happened recently where somebody had asked me to come and, you know, speak at, uh, to their group and, you know, help them with their fundraising. And there was something in my gut, like on paper, it, 
it looked logical and I felt like it was the right thing to do, but somewhere in my gut, I just didn't feel right. And yet you guys, I, I said it earlier in our conversation that I tend to lean more on that emotional side. And so the feelings part of oh, what could happen or how I could, how I could help these people. But my gut reaction is one that I'm like, shoot, why, why did I not stick to that? Because I ended up in a situation that I just later realized that I was like, I shouldn't, this wasn't the right fit. I shouldn't have done this. It just wasn't right for me. Now, were they great people? Yes. Did they need help? Yes. But my gut told me that I shouldn't have moved forward. And so, and then after it was done, I was like, shoot, should have listened to my gut. You know. <laughs> so we all have these things going on. So when you're looking for somebody to say yes to your cause, you have to make sure that you're thinking through these things. So what, is, what does this mean? Okay, so with your head, I want you, here's, here's the takeaways, here's the things that we like absolutely need to implement in every single one of our causes. I don't care if you're an individual raising a personal budget, you're an organization who's raising hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, whatever the number is, these three things have to happen, okay? So with your head, we have got to make sure that in our print materials, on our website, in the in the communication that we share, whether that's verbal or written or whatever it is that you're, however you're you're giving your information out, we have to communicate the statistics, the numbers, the lives that are changed, you know, whatever it is that you're transforming, you're transforming through the work that you're doing. You have to share those numbers and have to make sure that it's pretty tangible for people to get their arms around. Tell us about the country that you live in. Tell us about the community that you work in. Give us real information so that we know that this is a good use of our time, that the people that you serve need your service. They need you because here's the circumstance that they're in. I want you just to be thinking about those statistics and those details that you are bringing in and sharing with the general public about what you're doing. Okay, so that's the head. We're appealing to the thinking, the, the thought space. Then on the heart side with the emotions, we need to make sure that we do tug at the heartstrings. We make people feel something, you know, through those stories, through our graphics, the pictures of the people that we serve. I know that not everybody can share a picture of, of the person that they're helping, but grab a picture that's kind of general that is like, hey, this is the kind of person that we're helping and give that person a name. It doesn't have to be a real person. Uh, there's a lot of organizations that have based things on even someone whose life, like they literally have no picture around, but they have totally created their organization around one individual, one person who can be replicated to thousands and tens of thousands. So that one story, think about that one person that you genuinely are supporting and helping through your cause. And I want you to give me that story and share that once again, verbal, written, we're just, we're, we continue to share the stories and tug at the heartstrings around that, what, what this is all about. You know, somebody uh, just recently sent me over some information for me to look at that they were, you know, putting out in a print piece. And when I read through it, I just immediately was like, you know what? Lots of great information here. Lots of, you hit the head part. Uh, I know that you're important. I know you're making a difference. I get all that but I don't feel anything. And and raising money does, you know, hey, we have money to raise and hey, we want to raise this goal. Having a goal and a number that you want to reach does not hit the heart. I hope that you can see that. It doesn't hit the heart because all you're doing is just you're hitting the head. 
it's numbers, it's statistics. Hey, we want to raise this much by this date at this time. And that's great, but it doesn't give me any anything feeling-wise, emotional connection. So then the third part there is the gut. And this is where we have to have our stuff together. We have got to look like we have it together. So that means make it really simple, make it really easy for people to be a part of the work that you're doing. Don't make me question, as a donor, don't make me question whether or not you're good at what you do. So don't make me question by having poor graphics or poor, you know, just hard to figure out what you do. So this comes back to messaging. When you're clear and you're to the point and you get, you know, get down to it, that allows me to have a really clear gut reaction to your cause because I have such clarity about what you do. It doesn't allow any of that negativity or any questions to start to creep in. So some of those like that, you know, as a donor, there are plenty of times that I look at an organization and these are the questions that I ask. Can they actually pull this off? Am I the right person? Am I the right fit to actually fund this? Are they the right people to actually go after and try and, and tackle this thing? And so all these objections that come into play, that is all part of that gut reaction and you know part of the, the gut brain and that intuition that's happening there. So and, and oftentimes people are like, they'll even question whether or not their money will even make a difference. So we don't want them to allow, we don't want to allow any of those objections to come in. We want them to look at us and be like, well, they got their stuff together. They're going to do this. I, I need to be a part of this. Just flat out. I need to be a part of this. They're doing something great. And I'm, I'm awesome. They're awesome. We probably should partner together on this. Okay. So that totally makes makes sense, right? So I'm going to tell you here, uh, just to wrap things up, I want to give you the best way that you can go through this, okay? So the head, the heart, and the gut, those are the three brains that we're talking about here. But the best journey that you can actually take somebody on and the best journey that you can personally go on that's going to cause you to create more change and to create better results is that you follow this plan. So buckle up. Here we go. There's there's only four parts to it. Okay. So start with the heart. This is where that passion that you have for your cause, when you have a movement, when you have a crazy, incredible vision, you are starting with a passion or a compassion for a certain population of people. And so if you can start with the heart, this is why everybody says, and why I always say like, know your why, why are you doing this? Because the heart is going to allow you to keep going. You know, when you have a fundraising goal and that's a head thing and you're like, we, we want to raise a million dollars. That's a head thing. That's knowledge. That's numbers. That's statistics. That does not keep you motivated. Okay. Even though the number is great. And yes, we want to achieve that goal. The heart is going to be where it all starts from. So if you are so passionate about the end result and it just so happens that that million dollars is going to allow you to do that thing then you're going to obviously stick with it because the heart is driving you. And so you're like, we have to do this. These people have to be taken care of and helped. Or this, you know, crazy, you know, epidemic or pandemic or whatever the thing is, is that you're dealing with has to change. Poverty, you know, people who are, you know, don't have food on their table. Like that's all stuff that comes from the heart. These people should not have to live this way. And so, okay, so start with the heart that you have a passion, you instill that in the people, whether it's your volunteers, your donors, 
get that message across that you are so passionate about X, and it should be most likely your vision, okay? So that's a compelling vision. That's why it's so important to have that compelling vision. Then we move to the head. We go from the heart, where it's very emotion-based, then we move to the head, which is very logical. So now this is where we give our numbers. This is where we give our statistics, why it's so important that we change X number of people's lives, because X number of people, you know, you got all those statistics and all those numbers to back up what it is that you're trying to do here. So then after we go from the head, now we can start to jump over to the gut. Okay, so we went one heart, two head, and now we're moving over to the gut. So now the gut is, you have an opportunity to be a change agent as a gut. It's like, you get to change these people's lives. You get to be the solution to the problem. And so that gut reaction of, yeah, like darn right we should change those lives. Darn right that we should make a difference. Why should those people be living in poverty? Why should those people not have a place to live? Like they shouldn't be homeless. They shouldn't be on the streets. Whatever your thing is, fill in the blank, right? Okay, so then it moves. So you're right in that gut space where it's like, I could be the change. I could do something with my finances. The dollars that I give, I can change those things that you just said, the heart, the head, and now the gut comes alongside it. The courage to step out, to be the person who can help make that change. So if I have money to give, and I just went through this process and I'm like, okay, you know, all right, there's, you have a passion, there's something that's out there that's a problem. And now you're telling me statistically what we need to do. And so then the third part is, yeah, I just can, I can, I have the finances and I could be a part of that solution. So you see that? And then the fourth part is that we go back to the head again, the heart to the head. And then I move to the gut and then, but I'm always going to bounce right back to the head again, because now we're going back to the objections. So now we start to question, am I the right person? Should I be the one who's doing this? Okay, so we want to clear out all those objections and make sure that they understand that you are absolutely the person to fulfill, uh, to, be the, to be the solution to this problem. So this is, I mean, I, I hope you can see that this is so important. It is really, really important that we don't miss one of these three parts of our brain because if we sit, and I know that it's really easy to go the direction that feels most comfortable to us. So whatever it is, whatever three, you know, one of these three that you lean on. So I, I told you guys, I'm more of an emotional, you know, I have that emotional connection immediately. That's like the first thing that I jump into is that emotional connection. But then I quickly do move over to the other two. I quickly move over to the thinking in the gut before I will ever make a decision. So if we are missing any one of these three, you leave too much room for people to say, yeah, no, this is probably not for me. And, you know, that's great that you're doing this good work, but probably not. I'm probably not the solution to your problem. I probably am not the person who should be financially giving to this because I got all these other things that I got going on, right? They're going to come up with every excuse in the book why they're not the right fit. So we're going to try and knock all those things down by making sure that all three of these components are in the mix. Okay. The thing that I want you to see is when you connect, when you get that head and the heart right, you make a crazy connection. So when you get the head and the heart, so let's just say you get those two components, you probably have a really, really great connection to the donor, a connection to that person. But if you get the head and the gut right, 
that's where clarity comes in. That's where you're like, this is what we do. Here's what we stand for. We've got clarity that just cuts through any of the any of the excuses of why not. So if you get the heart and the gut connected, now there's conviction. And when somebody feels convicted to do something, they will write you a check. Okay? So that connection, the clarity, and the conviction is what we're looking for because we want them to be so connected to us on all three levels of their brain that they just cannot say no. It's impossible. And you guys know that. You know from personal experience that when somebody can get all three of those right, you're like, shoot, here's my wallet. Just take it. I'm I'm in. You guys are doing such great work. I feel so totally convicted about wanting to be a part of this. And if I walk away, I'm going to feel awful. And nobody wants to feel awful. So, And one thing also on top of all this is that in the heart part of all this, you know, I want people to see that when they feel connected to you, it, it does align with their values and their identity. And so you are giving them an opportunity to really align with what they already believe in. So when they see all of these things working in tandem together, it will be really hard for them to say no because it aligns so perfectly with how they, they see themselves. You know, I mean, think about anybody who's already giving to your cause. Think about their identity. Think about their values. You align, right? You align perfectly with them. So that's why they said yes to you. And But you did a really great job cutting through all the noise to get to them. And so all we're trying to do is just replicate that. We're trying to just get our communication, our stories out there in a better way so that we can cut through the noise and get right to the people who are the most interested in the work that we do. So don't feel like, and this is where I think everybody when it comes to fundraising is like, we want everybody to love us. We want everybody to say yes to us. But the thing is, is that not everybody is going to love you. Not everybody's going to say yes to us. And I'm going to say, they probably love you as a human, okay? <laughs> no. But but they don't have to love your cause. And that's okay. Like, you don't need everybody. I mean, if you had everybody say yes, you would be in a lot of trouble. Think about that. If everybody said yes, <laughs> you would have so much money and you wouldn't. you would have the complete opposite problem is that you wouldn't know how to spend their money. So this is where all we're trying to do is create some balance between we have a great cause, we're doing great work, and we are partnering with people who can be the solution financially to come alongside you. So we need these two things to really balance out so that we don't have any problems. We don't have too much money, not enough mission. Too much mission, not enough money, okay? And I know that that's why you're probably listening uh, right now is because you have too much mission and you don't have enough money. You know, there's so much need on the mission side, and yet financially, we haven't been able to connect people at the same level to meet the mission demand. And so I hope that the big takeaway here is as you communicate, whatever form of communication that you use, that you have the ability to connect the head, the heart, and the gut. Start with the heart, move to the head, then to the gut, and then back to the head again. Tell those stories, really connect with people, and be able to, to really welcome them into your cause. That's what you need to know to get someone to say yes.
All right. That's, that's all it takes, right? It just takes connecting with people with all three of these things in tandem working together. I hope you guys, you know, as you're walking through this season, I hope you can see that this stuff is basic. It doesn't matter if there is an economic downturn or if there is any uncertainty. Humans are humans. We behave this way no matter if things are, you know, normal, whatever normal is, because there's no normal, right? <laughs> so, but we all react in the same way. So it doesn't matter what, if things are you know, certain or uncertain in our economy. As long as you can continue to be consistent, your people will continue to be drawn into you. I'm going to continue to tell you guys that people are still giving. They are still generous because that is a part of who they are. They value generosity. It's part of their identity. They're not going to stop. So it is our job to connect with them and make sure that they know that we are an option, okay? That we are an option for their giving. So uh, continue to do the hard work that you guys are doing. Stay focused on what really matters most to your organization and just continue to build relationships with those people uh, because you know that eventually people will say yes because you will cut through and find the people who care the most about you. So, all right, guys, we'll hope you have a great week. Let's go change the world one volunteer and one dollar at a time. <laughs>